It's time for the Live, Shop, Work, and Play radio show and podcast. Interesting people, open conversations, and topics worth talking about. And now, your host, sports and concert promoter, investor, and risk taker, and a guy who's always in trouble with somebody, Joe Mullins. Hello, Florida. This is Joe Mullins of the Live, Workshop Play Show, and I want to welcome all of our listeners. This is a very special inaugural show that we're doing in Tampa. We're now reaching out to uh, millions of people in Tampa. Look forward to hosting this show every week. So looking forward to talking about the living, the working, the shopping, the playing things that impact our communities and our economy. And today, I'll go ahead and jump right in it. I have an amazing guest, one of the greatest uh, leaders that we've had in the state of Florida, our former governor and current senator, Senator uh, Rick Scott. Senator Scott, thank you for joining us today. Well, first off, congratulations. Uh, Congratulations on your expansion and your success and your work ethic to uh, get the message out about, you know, how can we make Florida a better place for people to live, work, shop, and play? Yeah, it's amazing how great the show has. You know, you, ironically, I was looking yesterday a little, almost a year ago, you were our first inaugural guest on the show, and it's an honor to have you here in Tampa. You were in the Orlando show. And it's uh, great to have you. And so many people, when you air Senator Scott, go, thank you for airing him. Thank you for allowing him to come on. We're now hearing the rest of the story, the other side of the story. We're we're very honored to have this network to be able to come out and hear it directly from you, not the twisted turn stories. Um, you know, let's jump right in it. We've had a lot of stuff occur lately. Just uh, the, I guess I got to start it off and ask you this. The Iowa caucus, did that not send a message out to America and to other Americans what people are thinking and what they're feeling with the economy right now? It was pretty exciting. Um, I want to congratulate President Trump. He had an overwhelming victory in the Iowa caucuses. Um, I endorsed him um, a few months ago, and he's the best person to turn this country around. Think about it. When he was president, the border was secure, the economy was good, and we weren't at war. Uh, so he, uh, I think he, he's going to have a resounding victory all the way through, and I look forward to him being the president so we can turn this country around. You know, I go to many events where the president is and uh, down in Mar Largo and down in different parts of Florida, being a commissioner and being very active in politics um, and, and always will be engaged because I believe we got to fight. He constantly is talking about how we need more leaders like you, how you are out there fighting for, for, for Floridians, how you are fighting the nation, because people don't realize some of the stuff that occurs in California, some of this stuff that occurs in Colorado, Maine, could happen here if we don't have the strong leaders like you. And, um, we're just thankful to have you. What What is your in- input on that and defending us from so, the rest of the country? So first off, um, it's always nice that somebody says something nice about you. You always appreciate that. So I'm always, uh, it's always nice when President Trump says something nice about me. But let's think about this. You know, we live we live in a state where you have the opportunity to get a good paying job, where you have the opportunity to choose the education for your child and the opportunity to live in a safe neighborhood. And so what else can you ask for? And you don't, you don't need government to mandate things for you. You need government to create a good environment for jobs, make sure your money's not wasted and you get to choose this, your, your, your child's school and keep it safe and then get out of our way. And that's what happens in Florida. And that, but it will only continue 
if we elect people that believe that way. That's why I tell people, you've got to be active in every race there is. You need to know in mayor's races and county commission races and statewide races, like I'm, I'm up for election this cycle. They'll get involved and understand what people believe in and choose the person that's gonna make your life the best. I believe giving you opportunity is the most important thing we can do for anybody. Uh, I grew up in public housing. I grew up at a time that my mom told me, she said, it doesn't matter if you grow up rich or poor, in this country you have the opportunity to live your dream. You can be anything in this country you want to be. That's gotta be true. And the only thing that messes that up is government. We don't need more government, government, government telling us how to do everything. It just creates, takes away our opportunities uh, and takes away our rights each and every day. Senator Scott, I, I notice, um, uh, you know, many people coming to this country. I was down in Miami a few days ago and I was over in Tampa and, and certainly driving around in Orlando this morning. Um, I was going to work and so many people reach out and say, this is why we left our, our country because of what is occurring here. We don't want government telling us how to live, telling us how to spend money, telling us how to do things. You got cities like Orlando that, that are some of the highest tourist destination places in the world. And I was driving to the studio today and it was amazing seeing all the homeless sitting out there. It's, it's really the part of Orlando that these officials don't want you to know, but they're out there say they're not doing anything about it. And they're sitting there um, catering to many different classes or different people that have nothing to do with what we really put them in office for, telling us how to raise our kids, telling us how to dress, telling us what our gender or our, our gender should be. But yet there's so much that's going on in the cities that they hide and we don't see. Homeless were everywhere. Well, it's, it's you know, first off, you, you know, you feel so sorry for anybody that's struggling. And one thing about the government can do is they can help give you, you know, a helping hand, but government shouldn't be doing is creating an opportunity for you to become dependent on government. Um, my mom, even though we lived in public housing, she didn't have food stamps. She didn't have what she didn't take welfare. She said, I'm not going to do those things. I'm going to figure this out. I might have she had three times, she had three jobs at a time sometimes just to put, uh, to put food on the table. Uh, so what we got to do is we've got to, you know, we got to elect people that are going to say, Hey, if you need help, we'll help you. But we're not going to make you a dependent where you have an economic incentive not to work. You have an economic incentive not to show up every day and improve your lot in life. You you don't have enough. You don't have a belief that the government's going to you know constantly bail you out. No, your hard work and your ingenuity is going to bail you out. I see so much money going to other countries. The border being open, us flooding in. Uh, I see money going to different areas. You have a mail out or an email blast that you do is from the office of Senator Rick Scott. And I love getting it. And you mentioned a couple of things on here. And one of them I'd like to ask you about is the um, the bill to introduce that you're pushing to introduce increased transparency on federal spending in communist China. I mean, we're spending and sending money so over to a country that hates us, yet we're ignoring the people in our country. Tell me a little bit about that bill. Well, I mean, since I, I've been up here, I've just been shocked at how much money we send to China or how much money we send to Iran or how much money we send to places that don't like our way of life. They want to demolish our way of life. Um, I mean, we the 
so I think we all ought to know that. Like, I don't understand why anybody in America buys anything from China. Let me just give an example um, of something recently I, I came across. Uh, and if you want any of this information, you can go to rickscott.com.gov. Um, Rick, no, it's rickscott.senate.gov. Uh, um, um, but uh, you can go to rickscott.com also. But, but anyway, the, uh, here's an example. Barley. Something as simple as garlic. China has got 70% market share. You know how they make it? They make it in sewer water. Sewer water is black when it's finished. Wow. They bleach it white. They use slave labor to, to grow it. And then they sell it in our grocery stores. So this is disgusting because things that are made in China, they're not for our benefit, for, they're for their benefit. And their government takes the money and they want to build a military to defeat us. So anything they make, just assume it's not to help us, it's to harm us. And so when you look at buying anything from China, all right, just say, say to yourself, okay, so I buy this. I'm going to help the Chinese government demolish my family's way of life. I'm going to possibly put the, the, the Chinese military in position to hurt my son or daughter who might be serving in the military. Might take away jobs for my family. Might ruin a company, uh, a, a wonderful American company. I'd be buying farmland uh, to try to hurt our mili military. So just always think about that every day. Every time you, you look at something and buy something, don't ever, ever, ever uh, buy anything uh, from China. You know, it, it, it's funny because as growing up as a kid, I remember toys being recalled because China had them and they put lead on them and they were dangerous for us. I remember toys coming out and different things that you had drugs put in them. Fentanyl, we know that's coming from China. It's one of the major uh, places that it comes from. And people, America needs to wake up. And your bill is very strong on that. We don't need to be funding our enemy to destroy us. And that's, that's why I think it's so important that people understand and hear these kind of stories because all they hear is, oh, well, well China's doing this or China's doing that. When they go to spend that dollar, I agree with you. They need to think, am I really saving a dollar or am I investing in the destruction of this nation? Um, so if you go to the grocery store, look at where the garlic's made. If you find a store that has garlic made and produced in China, then call me. Because I wanna, I'll call the store and ask them, explain to them what they're doing to their customers. They're selling sewage water grown garlic. That's disgusting. It is totally amazing how we're allowing this in, in our, you know, they, they are one of the largest pork producers or owners in America now. I saw that latest statistic. Yeah. That's pork that we're eating. China controls. They own AMC theaters now. AMC theaters, the largest movie producing. And certainly AMC has been very selective on what movies they allow out. Uh, I've seen them pick and choose. And if they don't like it, they don't allow it to come back. If it questions the direction the country's going in, they, they are very funny about putting it out. That's not free speech. That's not free market that we're, we're fighting for and have had so many years. They want to demolish your way of life. Just always remember, everything China does is to destroy your way of life. Not the people, but their government. And so we can feel, we can feel sorry for the bad government they have. But in the meantime, their government wants to destroy our way of life. Do not buy anything made in communist China. 
Senator Scott, I also look here and see some comments you made on an update on the, this is probably the number one topic in the country right now, and it was so refreshing. I do a lot of traveling and I hear people continually go, I can't wait to vote for Trump. I, I didn't vote for him last time, but I am going to this time. I realized I allowed all the media to influence me, but I can't take this economy anymore. This is the worst we've ever seen. It's worse than Carter. And you've got a blurb on Biden's inflation crisis and then Biden inflation in borderline is borderline criminal. Explain to me how how this is impacting our country and what we can do. I mean, can we make it till President Trump gets in? What do we need we to have do? to? Do we have to think, think about it this way? We know that wasteful spending causes inflation. Well, so since 2019, we've had a 1.8 percent increase in our population and a 55 increase percent increase in our budget. There's a lot of wasted money there. And Joe Biden and some Democrats like Mitch McConnell have been part of this. So inflation is up. Uh, 17%. I saw an article since Biden took office. I saw an article today that for normal people, inflation is up about 25%. That means you've had to have a 25% increase in your pay over the last three years to just stay steady. Stay steady, not ha have more. So on a monthly basis for Floridian, it costs about $1,000 more per family to, to have the same lifestyle as you had three years ago. We got the highest credit card debt ever. We got the highest national debt ever. Our interest expenses has skyrocketed. All these things are causing your interest rates to go up. If you're buying a car or buying a house, it's causing inflation. Every you go to the grocery store, look at what's going up. So, and it also it's it's putting us in a, a harder time to preserve Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, pay for our national defense. And so, what we've got to do is we have to start doing what you do as a family: live within your means. Hey, this is what I make. This is what I'm going to, I'm going to spend more than this. Matter of fact, I'd like to put some money away for a rainy day. We need to think the same way with your government. And that's unfortunately, Democrats clearly are not there. And even some Republicans like Mitch McConnell are not there. But if we all demand it, then it's going to change. Senator Scott, I noticed in your, your email, and it gives some statistics, uh, we're, we're high of, our national debt has reached over $34 trillion. We're seeing beef 8.7% higher in the last year, baby formula 7.3, yeah. housing and rent 6.2%, pet food 5.1, fresh fruits 3.6, but wages aren't moving. Wages, and if wages do move, this stuff moves continually. So it's a, kind of a, a, and it's inflation. And that's what people don't realize. That what, what can we do as a community and as a, a county and public? What can we do to help this battle to make it to the next election? You should you, well, you should be very vocal and demand every elected official. And if this goes on at the state level, the local level and the federal level, say, I don't want you wasting my money. This is not free. Right. I don't want my taxes to go up. I don't want I, I, I don't like debt. I, I want you to live within your means. So you're never going to come back to me and ask me for a tax increase. Um, think about it. your cost of government ought to be going down every year as we have more people move to our state, move to our communities. We ought to be able to share the cost of government. Um, and if we get people back to work, there's less demand on government. So I think what you have to do is you have to be very vocal with all your elected and do what you told me you were going to do. You told me you don't like taxes. Don't raise my taxes. I don't want more regulation. I don't want more government. I don't know. I don't need more government in my life. Safety nets. We got to have safety nets. 
but they're not permanent nets. They're not to make people depend on government forever. One of the things, and I saved it to last, it's one of the hottest topics I've seen, and it really infuriated me. But I see that you and uh, uh, Tillis, Senator Tillis, are introducing a bill that requires the Supreme Court to review presidential candidate qualifications. Um, We've seen Colorado, we've seen Maine turn around and tell the conservatives and Republicans, you can vote for whoever you want, but we're going to decide who you can and can't put on the ballot. Once we decide that, then you can vote. The Democrats would go crazy if we did that. If we started turning around and conservative states started doing this, they'd go insane. How do we battle this? Because we we know it's a clear path to attack President Trump. All this legal mess that they're throwing out there is has been designated. They can't beat him. So they think they can disqualify him or confuse confuse the public. How do we trust the system anymore? And how do we how do we deal with this situation? Well, what they want to do is take away your right to vote, right? And right now it's attacking President Trump, but whoever our national nominee is, uh, right now, you know, it sure looks like, and I believe it's going to be President Trump, but if it was somebody else, they're going to do the same thing. They just don't want us on the ballot. They want to do it like they do it in Cuba, where they decide who the, who, who's going to run. And so what you've got to do is be vocal. you got to be vocal that this is wrong. And so my goal is the Supreme Court is very clear that the states don't get to decide who's on the ballot. We decide who's on the ballot. And so uh, I'm hopeful that the Supreme Court will make the right decision. I'm hopeful that uh, each of these states will ultimately make the right decision to allow, who, you know, if you want to run and, you know, you, you pay your filing fees or get your signatures, you ought to be able to run. Let us decide. Well, we're seeing the judicial system, and this is what they tend to do to us. They're using that. They're attacking us personally, attacking our businesses, attacking our non-perfect status, which none of us are perfect. We all have flaws, but they highlight those, and then they turn around and go to the courts or the the very liberal local governments and push, let's remove them from the ballot, let's get them off. If this works, if they succeed in any of these states, our democracy is done. And that's what I don't yeah, think well, the you, public you don't to, understands. You, you, don't, you don't have to worry about having a right to vote. So, because right, they decide who you vote for. Yeah, right. they decide for you. It makes it easy. You won't have to waste that time yeah, going, to, going to the polls. They'll, they'll decide exactly, you know, exactly what you're voting on. Well, I baffled one of them. I asked him, I said, one of the Colorado officials, I said, y'all are telling us we can't vote for this candidate. I said, what's the purpose of a write-in then? And he looked up and he said, what do you mean? I said, well, they can vote for whoever they want to. They vote Mickey Mouse. They vote. So what if enough write-ins voted for something that silly? Are you going to stop it? What are you going to do? Is it really oh, our yeah, choice? And they, they'd like to. Yeah, so, it's, it's insane seeing that. They want to take away your right. Right, right. right. If wearing in Tampa, is there anything kind of message you want to let our listeners know? Uh, some of the things about the community, about the area, about what you're fighting for. Um, you know, and of course this affects all our state. One thing I love about you is you, you don't look at any piece of the state that's not under your watch, but, um, what, what can we message? Can we send out the Tampa voters in Tampa people? Well, the big thing is tell me what your needs are. I've got nine offices around the state. Um, the, the people that ran those offices, they won for the best constituent services team in the country last year of all house members and Senate members. So I'm really proud of them. Uh, but you know, um, you know, the, um, 
you know, tell us what your needs are and, and I'll work on it. If you have a view on anything that's happening up here, tell me what your, um, what your views are. I, I mean, this is representing government and my job is to represent you and I work, work hard at it and I want to do a good job representing you. Senator Scott, you are up for re-election this year. It's a very crucial and important election. We can't take any of these seats lightly. We can't pretend that we're that we're going to win easily. We've seen them cheat. We've seen them fight. Uh, I've even seen our Republicans stumble on themselves. And uh, what can the listeners do to keep you strong and forward for us representing us in the state of the Florida? How can they get in touch and how can they support your campaign? So you can you can volunteer at rickscott.com. Um, and the big thing is you win elections by getting people out to vote. So, you know, we need a lot of volunteers to help our campaign. Um, you can tell people what we're doing. You can, you know, sign up for our emails that we put out uh, out of our office and let people know what we're doing. So those are the types of things, but we just got to go get our votes out. I want our listeners to know, too, as a county government official, as a chairman of a county, I worked very closely with Senator Scott over four years, and he had gotten more federal money. You got more support for us, more direction for our county, more education in there where we started dealing with our dunes and our uh, destruction that we had in Flagler County. You are very hands-on. You're one of the few. A lot of senators, a lot of congressmen won't call you back or they'll have staff. You are very hands-on and got engaged and involved in that is leadership there. I want to thank you for that. And I want the listeners to really understand that you are hands-on and one of the best that I've seen in this position that we've dealt with all across the country. Well, it's been great to have this job. I look forward to continuing. Well, we look forward to having you in Florida. We want to thank you, Senator Scott. Anything you want to tell our listeners before we go? Nope. Give me a call. Whatever I can do to help you, let me know. Guys, we got to keep strong leaders like this in. Senator Scott, it's a blessing and a welcome to have you on the show. We, we thank you. I know Tampa's excited to have you and be able to air this out. Orlando, Jacksonville, just all over the country, you fighting for America and fighting for the state of Florida. Thank you and have a great day. All right. Congratulations on your new show. Our extension. Bye-bye. Thank you. You know, guys, we, we just heard from Senator Scott such a phenomenal leader and a strong leader. Uh, We've seen so much occur, and we know we've got a very crucial and important election coming up. Tampa is impacted. Florida is impacted. Jacksonville, Orlando. Again, I was talking about coming to work, watching it. We are so focused on so many things throughout this country that do not affect our local citizens or help them. They actually hurt them. The border is very important, getting that border stronger, getting more control over there, getting it closed down. So many people talk about it. We just saw the Iowa caucus. We saw America speak and so many people were saying, listen, this current administration has failed us. They're not strong on our economy. They're not working with us, trying to help us get forward. Our public safety is jeopardized. Addiction is out of control. Overdoses is going massive. Mental health is at an all-time high of destruction. We have got to make sure that the leaders we put in place, the people we put in place, number one, are accountable. Number two, they are fighting for us. And number three, they are representing and protecting our borders and our strength. Guys, this is how Rome fell. This is how Rome and other nations' superpowers fell. They let their borders lapse. People started coming in. And all of a sudden, 
the, the enemy was infiltrated and destroying it. We've done that with China in our businesses, as Senator Scott said. We've got to be more vocal. We've got to be more aware. It is important. This election, 2024, put strong conservatives, and I'm not saying Republicans. I am saying strong conservatives in office, people who care about this nation. They want to fight. They want to stand. We've got to make sure that we stand strong. And Senator Scott is certainly one of the most foremost leaders that we've had. He has fought hard for this state. He doesn't let the distraction of the chaos bother him. He focuses on the mission and makes it happen. Let's keep people like him in office. And let's remember to keep Florida the best place to live, work, shop, and play. Have a great weekend.